Honoring experience. Thank you for this day to reflect on where I've been and how it matters. Thank you for maturing me to the point of releasing my concern for outward appearances. And thank you for the opportunity to come face to face, face to face with what was feasting on my serenity. Thank you for freedom from old identities and worn out ideas of myself. Thank you for the trials and evolutions that brought me into this form. Help me find the beauty in it without straining and going off path. Help me hold my former trials up to the light for closer examination. Help me see my ordeals as backcountry trails that have brought me through to the other side. Help me notice that I am here in my body with earth beneath me and sky above me. Suspend me in the present moment to accept where I sit still, awaiting further instructions from the cosmic source of inspiration that I have become so fond of dialoguing with. When the luster of youth wears away and I grasp clumsily backward for good old days, deliver me back to right now, the only place I fit and belong. Help me release my illusions about the past being superior to the present and let me audaciously say goodbye to what has become complete with, the, with an ecstatic dance from the top of the mountain I have climbed. Let me be a beacon for others by telling the hearty myths of survival. Help me bring purpose and significance to the fresh narrative I am living. Honoring Experience by Pixie Lighthorse. This prayer, blessing, poem, prose speaks directly to our themes for this season. This season of deep self-care um, and repair. So we've been talking a lot in circles and I've been working a lot with clients on repair and um, I deeply believe that this season of repair is very connected, interconnected to a season of nourishing self-care. So let's talk about when something is ruptured, a relationship is ruptured, how we can move through cycles of care and repair. And sometimes the relationship to ourself is ruptured and sometimes it's a relationship to others that's ruptured. And sometimes we need space for repair and care. And sometimes we need to turn and apologize and go in to the fire for the repair. So let's talk briefly about what does a self-love, an intimate relationship with yourself look like this season? Here on the East Coast, we're moving into deep winter, darkness, darkness, facing the shadows, facing the sleep, the dreams, right? All the dreams that are happening, if we're going to call them in. I'm going to do a, a whole episode on dreaming. But let's think about the self-care for this season. So what are some of the strategies that we use in Ayurvedic medicine and Ayurvedic wisdom? Self-massage with warming oils, Surrounding ourselves with aromatherapy. So our body massage oils tend to be more of the 
Ayurvedic oils, which you could get at a site, or you could just use some kitchen oils like sesame. Coconut is a little bit more cooling, but if that's all you have, or jojoba, just something plain is totally fine. Or you can find Ayurvedic oils that are pretty inexpensive that you can use for your self-massage. And then surrounding yourself, we want to really be in touch with our senses and our sensual body this season. So our aromatherapy oils, lavender with mixed with cedar wood, mixed with eucalyptus, mixed with rosemary, you know, whatever you have that helps you drop into your most sacred presence. Warm water, warm tea, warm soup, warm broth, get the, the <laughs> theme here, warm veggies and ghee. So if you're not using ghee regularly, this is a great season to add it in. You can put it with a little bit of any kind of milk that you like, cow, almond, soy, oat, turmeric, ghee. You can put ghee in your veggies, just steam a bunch of the veggies you have, sweet potatoes and ghee, yum. ghee on any kind of bread that you like, but let's add that ghee in that nourishment helps with digestion, which can be very inconsistent at this time of year. Warmth, layers, 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 and solitude, witnessing, witnessing the change of season, witnessing the weather, witnessing the inconsistencies, witnessing our inner life, working with the storms and the emotions and the shifts and changes of the season of our life. And thinking about how we honor this time of year with deep gratitude and with celebrating light, light external, light internal, while we're in darkness. And what does that mean to you? And what might that mean to you? And so how can we develop this intimate, sensual, beautiful, strong relationship, steady and strong relationship with ourself so that we can see clearly where we need to, where we've had rupture and where we might want to repair and bring in some care. And so beautiful, I'm seeing this all around, um, people telling me they're reaching out to old loved ones that they haven't talked to in a long time or calling in ancestors just to support them. Even if the, obviously if the person has passed, and they can't be in relationship to them, just bringing them to mind or bringing a picture of them to their altar or to their office space and just connecting and communicating through visualization, through journaling, through creativity, through leaning back into the great love, through resting in alignment with the great love that surrounds us and connecting to the warmth and support I'll often use when I feel like I'm in something really challenging. I'll close my eyes and use a visual of, um, I'll visualize a circle of all the people who I know um, love and care for me, who may not be living anymore. 
And I'll just sit with that in my heart, feel my heart connecting to all of their hearts in the circle and leaning back into that divine support that's always available when I remember to lean back and breathe. When I remember the ancestral support that is offered to us. This has really also helped in my own discernment. And I think discernment is part of self-love. Specifically knowing what's for me and what's not for me right now. And that might look like cleaning your bookshelves and giving a bunch of books away. It might look like letting go of some responsibilities that you had last year that you don't want to have next year. It might look like not watching CNN for a few months because you're exhausted. It might look like saying no. It might look like saying yes. You know, what's for me and what's not for me? And that process of going inward to ask to ask her, to ask guidance, to ask goddess, to ask divine essence, help me learn what's for me and what's not for me. Help me attune to what's for me and what's not for me. And so the self-care, the rupture, the repair, the Ayurvedic wisdom for deep nourishing self-care in a cold dry, inconsistent season, it feels like a warm hug. It feels like I can relax into the essence of who I truly am, who we truly are. And all of that helps me feel into more around what's for me and what's not for me. And part of what's being revealed is that shame vulnerability coin is that when the shame, when there's some light shed on the shame, I'm able to use an honest and authentic sentence, letter, communication, ask, awareness around a part of me that's feeling shame. And I can uh, be open about it And maybe that's a dear friend. Maybe that's your therapist. Maybe that's your journal. Maybe that's just going out into the woods and telling the woods the thing you're so ashamed of, but let it breathe, give it some light, release it so it can open and it can pulsate through you rather than hold you, stagnate you, exhaust you in this dark time This is the expansion and contraction practice that we want to have because it's all too easy to let those shame energetic blocks in our body get bigger and bigger with less movement, less sun, less external light. So we've got to do that light on the inside. We've got to be the one to shine the light and to let loose some of those spaces that are tightening and getting bigger and breathe into them. And in our community, all of our circles, that's what we've been doing. So if you're not sure the skills of that, I invite you into our circles to do this work of breathing into our emotions, trusting the release and inviting what's safe to be released um, to let go so that we can feel more flow through the body.
and it doesn't tighten and disturb us and lead to more rupture or exhaustion or stagnation or accumulation, all things that lead to the path of dis-ease. What are the healthiest ways that I need to be in relationship with myself right now? I know for me, I have to be learning new things. I have to be studying things that are meaningful. I have to be engaged in community. I have to be moving my body. I have to find things that bring me joy. And I have to prioritize them. Nobody else will. <laughs> and so to wrap this up, I invite you to think of your own care list, your instructions for care. So my friend, Anna Guest Jelly from Curvy Yoga, um, I love how she frames this and does this every year and does it, I think every season and her and I've talked about it for years, but really thinking about if you had a tag you know, and someone was reading it, what, how would they take the best care of you and write out those instructions or better yet draw them or do spoken word poetry or something creative to bring your care list to life and to bring yourself as a priority, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, what are your care instructions for this season? To close out, I'll just reread some of the words that I started with to help bring this full circle. Hmm. And I always invite you to share with me anything that you've created or thought of or anything that really landed in your heart today. It's an invitation for you to draw and connect self-care and self-love with rupture and repair, with deep nourishing habits and rituals of inner light shining in order to balance the external darkness during this season. Help me release my illusions about the past being superior to the present and let me audaciously say goodbye to what has become complete with an ecstatic dance from the top of the mountain I have climbed. Let me be a beacon for others by telling the hardy myths of survival and help me bring purpose and significance to the fresh narrative I am living.